0: Hey everybody, welcome into Montana at Noon. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Mielis. To start our show today, let's check out that extended weather command forecast. Today, it's going to be breezy and sunny with a 20% chance of rain showers. Highs will be 70 to 75 degrees and Southwest winds 5 to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, it's gonna be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers in the evening. Lows will be 45 to 50 degrees and Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tomorrow, it's going to be breezy and sunny with highs in the mid 70s and southwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. And into tomorrow night, it's going to be mostly clear with lows around 50 degrees and southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, decreasing to up to 10 miles per hour after midnight. And this Friday, it's going to be sunny with highs 80 to 85 degrees and southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Into Friday night, it'll be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers and lows 50 to 55 degrees. And this 4th of July, it will be sunny. With a 20% chance of thunderstorms and highs 80 to 85 degrees. And this Sunday it'll be partly cloudy with a 50% chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs will be 80 to 85 degrees. To continue our show, let's take a look at our local news. Since Haver was approved as a mainstream Montana affiliate community back in March, progress on revitalizing downtown has been slow due to the COVID-19 pandemic. BearPod Development Executive Director Paul Tuss says that his organization, along with the Haver Area Chamber of Commerce and local downtown revitalization group, Downtown Haver Matters, are still working to secure the funds to create a master plan. Obviously, there will be public input and public meetings, and we want to solicit as much of that as possible, and we'll be doing that later on. But right now, we're, we're just making sure that we have the money to put together the master plan, and we're pursuing those avenues currently. Tus said he is still hopeful that the master plan will be completed by the end of the calendar year. That would probably be fairly aggressive, but it, it may be doable. And certainly if we don't hit December of this year, it will potentially sneak into the first quarter of 2021. Main Street Montana is a state government program that allows communities to be eligible to receive certain grants to help revitalize downtown areas. The Hill County Health Board met online on Tuesday afternoon to provide an update on their response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Public Health Director Kim Larson and Health Officer Jessica Sheehy both said that with the increasing COVID-19 case count in Montana, it is a matter of when, not if, Hill County sees another case of the virus. At the meeting, they urged people to continue to social distance, wear masks when out in public, and to avoid letting their guard down over the 4th of July weekend. Bullhook Community Health Center CEO Kendra Hall noted that free open COVID-19 testing will be held on July 8th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the west parking lot of Haver High School. The Haver Public Schools Board of Trustees held a meeting to review and consider possible in-house candidates for the interim superintendent position that was vacated last month. After some discussion, Assistant Superintendent Craig Mueller was offered the one-year interim position. Upon accepting the role as the new interim superintendent for Haver Public Schools, Mueller said he was ecstatic for the opportunity. I'm really excited with the opportunity. I've had some great experiences in this district, and I'm really looking forward to the future. The next board meeting will be held July 14th at the Haver Middle School. For more information, you can visit blueponyk12.com. And that'll do it for our local news today. Now let's see what's going on in and around our state. Authorities say a man, a woman, and a three-year-old child were stabbed to death in a home in northwestern Montana. Flathead County officials say the body of a fourth person was found nearby in an apparent triple homicide suicide. Flathead County Sheriff Brian Hino says a neighbor of the victims called 911 at about 7 a.m. Tuesday. The killings are believed to have happened in a residence near Olney late Monday night or early Tuesday. Hino did not say how the fourth person died. Autopsies are planned. Authorities did not immediately release the identities of the people killed because family members were still being notified. A high school football coach in Montana will be suspended without pay for a year after suggesting in a social media post that Black Lives Matter protesters in Salt Lake City should be hanged. In a statement on Tuesday, board members said they hoped that disciplining coach Jeff Snavely, rather than firing him, would give him an opportunity to make things right. Replying to a Facebook post on May 31st in support of law enforcement, Snavely wrote, quote, They should all be strung up and hang in the public like the old days. lot less of that expletive would go on. End quote. The post has been deleted. Montana reported another 49 cases of COVID-19, including 20 in Missoula County. The new cases confirmed from among more than 2,000 tests run on Monday bring the state's total cases to 967. Missoula County has stopped testing asymptomatic people and is only testing people with symptoms and their close contacts. In Gallatin County, health officials issued warnings to four downtown bars for overcrowding. Health officials issued a statement Tuesday urging people to wear face coverings, in part to set an example for out-of-state visitors. Officials said Montana's tourism sector is set to continue to suffer despite the state's reopening for out-of-state visitors on June 1st. Religious freedom advocates are pleased and some secular groups alarmed following a Supreme Court ruling that states must give religious schools the same access to public funding that other private schools receive. Already there is fierce debate over the decision's long-term impact. Among those hailing the ruling is the National Catholic Educational Association, Its public policy director says it has the potential to stem enrollment declines that are forcing the closure of hundreds of Catholic schools. However, a top official with the American Civil Liberties Union calls the ruling a threat to the principle of separation of church and state. Police have made an arrest in a stabbing outside a bar in Fargo. Authorities say the 21-year-old female suspect stabbed another woman outside the Empire Tavern Tuesday about 4 p.m., The victim was taken to a local hospital and is expected to be okay. The Associated Press reported the suspect, a Fargo woman, was booked into the Cass County jail on possible charges of aggravated assault and giving false information to police. A new survey of business leaders released Wednesday suggests the economy has begun to recover as businesses reopened in the past month in nine Midwest and Plains states. But Creighton University economist Ernie Goss said the region's economy remains weaker than before the coronavirus outbreak began. And business leaders expect the economy to continue improving over the next six months. The region's overall index jumped into positive territory at 50.3 in June from May's 43.5. Any score above 50 suggests growth, while scores below 50 suggest decline. The monthly survey covers Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. And that'll conclude our state news today. Now let's check out those wheat prices per bushel. In Hill County, winter wheat is $3.83, while spring wheat is $4.52. In Blaine County, winter wheat is $3.73, while spring wheat is $4.47. In Liberty County, winter wheat is $3.88, while spring wheat is $4.52. In Shoto County, winter wheat is 383, while spring wheat is 452. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is 368, while spring wheat is 442. To continue our show, let's take a look at our funeral notices. Carol Ann passon Upshaw passed away of natural causes at the Sweet Memorial Nursing Home in Chinook on April 8th, just four days after her 76th birthday. Cremation has taken place and a graveside service will be held at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 10th in Calvary Cemetery. A reception will follow the graveside service at the Eagles Club in Chinook. Please visit Carol's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for her family at hollandbonine.com. Well, folks, that will conclude our show today. I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are your primary news source seven days a week, on KOJM and KPQX. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas, and I'll catch you next time on Montana at Noon.